Hello, everyone. Hey, welcome to episode, uh, I don't know, it's the Recharge Podcast. I'm Mitchell. I'm Laura. So the topic today is on buying time, essentially. Yes, and it kind of comes back to several years ago, we had a large yard, and we had a lot of lawn equipment, yard equipment, and we had capable adults and capable teenagers that were taking care of the yard. And one day... Um, Mitchell, my husband, decided to hire someone to take care of the yard. And I was confused. I was like, we have us, we're capable, we have teenagers, and we have all this equipment. Why are we hiring someone to take care of the yard? And drumroll, please, the $73,000 lawnmower, which sounds crazy, but I'm going to explain the math to you like we did with the college math thing. And when I explained it to my dad, he at first thought I was crazy, but then realized that it actually made a lot of sense. And so at the time, our kids were not quite old enough to operate the power mower. Our yard was very uh, hilly and unstable and rough. Although they wanted to. Yeah, they did. They did do a lot of things that, uh, <laughs> with power things that were probably not well advised. But anyways, we had this lawnmower that had a, a meter on it, and it would tell you how many hours were on the, the unit. And so it got to the point where there was 400 hours on this lawnmower. And I, at the time, I was working as an emergency medicine physician in, in the Midwest. And the average salary at that point in time, depending on what hospital I was working at, was anywhere between $125 and $200 an hour. And so just extrapolating the math of those 400 hours, and that's just engine running time. That wasn't like maintenance time or all the other crap that goes along with maintaining equipment. Uh, a lot of swearing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that lawnmower cost well in excess of $60,000. And, you know, Somewhat driving around in the sun with a lot mowing the grass is fun for about 15 minutes. And after that, it's just sort of an exercise in futility because the yard is ridiculously big. And even when the kids got older, I still had to be out there to supervise them because they would run over dog toys and ran over part of a water ski. I mean, just drove that thing like, I don't know, like drunk hillbillies on a country road. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, enter the outsourcing of the yard, which, I mean, the freedom of that sold the mower, sold all the outside stuff that, you know, I'm not very good about maintaining any equipment. I'm not mechanically inclined. And so uh, I, I wish I could get that time back. And that's part of what we wanted to talk about today is the limited quantity that we're all faced with is, is time right. and, and how to buy time, essentially. Right. And, you know, once we did hire out, the person that came had this incredible mower and he got the whole yard done in like 40 minutes. I mean, Less, and it, yeah. it took us like hours <laughs> and hours. So right there, we not only saved our time, but we were supplying him with a job and he was getting it done much quicker than we were. Even just if I would have gone to my normal day job, a fraction of the time I spent mowing, it still would have well exceeded what I paid him uh, to do the service that he did, which he did a fantastic job. The yard looked, looked fantastic. But the the point being is that Time is precious for all of us, and there's only so much of it, and we have a tendency um, in the entrepreneurial world, particularly with the lean startup methodology and bootstrapping all these things, to think that we can do everything ourselves, do it well, and to be successful. And, uh, you know, I was of the same mindset when I started this journey almost 10 years ago, and it cost me uh, a lot of time, a lot of frustration, a lot of headache, and I built a lot of things that were meh. <laughs> Essentially. Right. Well, and not only that, but when we are faced with something big that we're taking on, it's natural for us to kind of divert to doing something easy. And so, for instance, you 
who start to procrastinate because there's things that are maybe difficult or that you don't know how to do. And so you put those on the back burner and instead you go mow the lawn or you clean the house or you do something easy that you know how to do and still feel like you're accomplishing something. Whereas you should have spent your time doing that hard thing that would have um, advanced the needle, progressed your business. It's part of a a chemical wiring in our bodies. I mean, we have a little device in our pockets that, you know, give us dopamine hits all the time. And so it's just normal tendency to want to feel accomplished. And so, Hey, I mowed the grass, I folded the clothes, I cleaned the house, but I didn't move the needle forward on anything that really mattered. If you hadn't mowed the grass, if the clothes were unfolded, if there was some, some food on the counter, would that have really, at the end of the day, at the end of the road, at the end of the life made any difference? No, it's what you're doing now to move the needle forward in your business and your passion, your side project, whatever it is, it's really going to make that difference. Right. So, you know, we've actually utilized some coaches and they've really hammered the point to us home of outcome-based days. And so you really look at what is the outcome of your day? What do you want to accomplish that day? And then that's where you then plug in your activities. And so you look at what the outcome is and you decide what are the most important activities that will get you to the outcome and that's how you plan your day or your week or your month. Well, you basically you're working backwards. You have the destinations. It's like taking a trip. I mean, you know where you're going. You need to figure out the intermediary steps to get there. And so if you do an analysis of, of what your, your ideal outcome is and what you want to accomplish and then look at your unique, I call it the unfair advantage. What is your unique skill set or talents that you can do that nobody else can do? That's what it should be focused on. Uh, you can call it the 80-20 principle, Pareto principle, um, or you can take it a step further. Uh, my friend Dan Andrews from the Tropical MBA calls it the 64-4. I mean, you're just you're going even more granular. Maybe we'll shrimp, I can't remember. But anyways, you're looking at the subset of things that make the most impact at the end of the day. And those are the things that you're going to focus on. The rest of the stuff like editing photos, creating logos, graphics, all the other little piddly stuff that, uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not good at Photoshop. And for me to edit a photo and create a little logo would take me half a day when I can outsource it to somebody for five bucks. Right. So, and, and that's something that we wanted to talk about is the different ways to outsource. There is a lot of ways to outsource that are incredibly um, economical, like Fiverr, for instance. We, we actually have a project in with Fiverr right now for a logo. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's not expensive and uh, it's saving us time. It's something that we don't, I mean, we might not even have the technology on our computers that these people have. I don't have a graphic design background. I don't have a, a, a color scheme, um, innate ability like you do. Um, and there's a variety of things that, that <laughs> this fancy for sure. Uh, you know, a variety of things that I could do and they'd probably be mediocre at best and it would take me uh a hell of a lot of time to get them done, or I could just outsource it and capitalize on the creative parts that I know best and that I, I can accomplish. Yeah, they really, um, I just finished uh, a little while ago, the One Funnel Away Challenge with Click Funnels, and that was something that they really hammered um, into us, is that don't spend your time doing things you don't know how to do, outsource it, you know? So like creating Facebook ads, I have no idea I mean, there is a lot that goes into that. And so it would better spend my time to outsource that and find someone to help me with that. And yes, it might be an investment at first, but the in the long run, that 
that the return on that is probably pretty good. I mean, there's a ton of tools out there. You mentioned, uh, you know, Facebook ads. I mean, there's plenty of people that do that or there's courses to do that if you really want to do that. Um, part of the process that's exciting, I think, for a lot of people is that you, you can learn little sub-segments of things. I mean, you're basically the CEO of your life or your business or your side hustle. You can't know every role in and out, but you can pick a few that are interested to you on whatever level and learn uh, either a little bit or a lot about that. And that can become a new skill for you. But there are so many people out there that are willing to help you and it doesn't have to cost an arm and a leg. There are sites like Upwork. You know, I do freelance work on Upwork in terms of uh, content creation uh, for medical devices. And that's my, one of my skill sets. And it's easy for me to do and it's quick. But I also hire a variety of people on that same platform to help me doing things that are, are mundane and boring, like transcription, logo creation, editing. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on. Coding, I've had several coders build websites for me uh, from that platform. And so there are so many people out there that have just a vast array of skill sets. And it doesn't always have to be a super expensive endeavor. I mean, some of these you know, other countries that have a different economic system where what we earn per hour would maybe translate into what they might earn in a week. And I'm not trying to present this in a derogatory light. It's just the reality of global economics. You know, five bucks in America doesn't buy much. Five dollars in rural India buys a lot. Right. And, you know, so the whole point is don't let those tasks hold you back. Don't procrastinate because you don't know how to make an ad. Don't procrastinate because you don't know how to build a logo. Um, Move the needle. Hire someone to do that and keep going with your dream. Now you, like you said, you might find something that you do want to learn about and you do want to explore and get better at, and that will make you a, a, a better business person. But in the beginning, when you're just really trying to get something done, instead of procrastinating and, and spending a week building a logo yourself, where you could hire someone to do it for $5. Or you could use, uh, you could go to 99designs and you get hundreds of people that will submit proposals for logo and you pick the one that you like and you pay that person. But you literally have how many people doing they're, they're taking their 10,000 hours of creative expertise and juice and delivering something that you would never be able to create on your own right. in, a, in this lifetime anyways. Right. So I, I guess the take-home point is decide what your outcome is. Decide what you're good at. Do that. Move the needle and outsource the rest. And value your time. I think that the, the primary thing I'd like you to take from this is your time is valuable and uh, spend it on what will move the needle forward. Use your unique strengths and gifts and uh, go from there. Awesome. Hope this was helpful, and we'll see you again next time. All right. Let us know if you have questions. Have a fantastic week. Cheers.